Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode on the Hipster Mom podcast. If you're a first time listener to the show, I would like to say welcome and say thank you so much for taking the time to listen. It's my sincere hope that you find something useful, enlightening, entertaining, and who knows, maybe even all of the above while listening to the podcast. Before we begin today's episode, I just want to say I hope you guys are staying safe, staying healthy, practicing the social distancing as much as you can, because if you're an introvert like me, you want to be inside your tiny little nest as much as you possibly can. But anyway, without further ado, let's get on with today's episode. So today's episode is a little bit different. I decided to focus on the idea of being engaged more with like the mom community, especially as of right now. A lot of moms around the United States and probably around the world for that matter are experiencing the idea of long distance learning, especially for our children. And that's very hard for moms and especially even dads at this time to have to go through. And I don't want to discredit fathers by any means, but More often than not, it does seem that moms are at home much more than what dads are. At least that's from what I've been gauging out of it. But anyway, I could be wrong. I'm not singling dads out as bad people because they're not. I really do think it's important to keep the mom community engaged with one another, to be able to express our frustrations, support each other, regardless of how ever we're able to do that, whether we are in front of one another, but six feet apart, or we are doing conversations over Zoom. Like that's what me and Catherine actually did today. And I'm very excited for you guys to be able to listen to this episode because we talked about her essential oil business as well as long distance learning for our kiddos. And we got to dive into the fact that being able to just talk to one another and just also the benefits of getting outside has really helped when it comes to our mental health and everything in between. So I really do hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and I hope you guys are entertained by it just as much as I was. Well, thank you for joining. I appreciate it. You're welcome. I'm excited. It's finally nice to be able to kick that off your bucket list. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I don't know, like I was always wondering like, who can I reach out to that might actually want to do this? So yeah. And I was just like, well, I'm going to just post it in the Facebook group and just see what happens. (laughs) Yeah. Well, first let's maybe introduce you to like, you maybe just want to tell us a little bit about yourself, cover the people Mm -hmm. that clearly don't know you and whatnot. So, yeah. So my name is Catherine Wagner. Um, I'm from Southern Minnesota and I have been married to my husband, Jacob for coming up on nine years. We have three kids who are seven, five, and two. Sweet, didn't mess that up. (laughs) And um, I work from home um, with Young Living. I've been doing that for about a year and a half now. Um, And we just live in an old fixer-upper, money pit type house that we love um, (laughs) on an acreage. And we have a huge St. Bernard. Um, What else about me? I love to travel. Absolutely love to travel. So this whole COVID thing is like killing my vibe of my life. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Um, but yes. I also love coffee. I love coffee shops. I love like downtown areas and cities. Um, pretty much anything to do with like coffee and traveling, I'm in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Right. Like I'm big on that too. Like I love coffee shops and I love just the the aura of a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. Just being able to sit there, enjoy a cup of coffee and just maybe reading a book or I like to do a lot of like gratitude journaling too. I've started diving more into that recently. It's very nice. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. Yes. And uh, so you've been doing the Young Living for about a year and a half. So like uh, what inspired you to actually start working with Young Living and just essential oils? I had been a Young Living um, member for 
quite a few years. Um, and I had been a young or like an essential oil user for, I think at this point around five, maybe closer to six years, um, just casually. Uh, but I didn't really know like the full benefits of using essential oils and natural products as a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. um, and then I was suffering pretty badly with postpartum depression um, after my son, my youngest was born again. Um, I tend to have it every time after a baby. Um, and it just kind of gets a little bit worse every time. And so I was getting pretty desperate to find something that would help alleviate that just because like, I'm not like opposed to medication, but I had been on it before. And for me, it's not really the answer. And I was interested in more of a natural, like root issue type of response to that postpartum depression and anxiety. So I had been following um, my now upline. So she's like the leader above me. Her name is Kristen Lavalley. And I had been following her on Instagram for a long time, like years and years. She used to be a viral blogger for, with a blog called When at Home. And I had been following her for years and she had stopped blogging and um, her husband ended up losing his job. They're in ministry. So it was like a whole like long, hard story. And um, she lost, her husband lost their job and they were living in this tiny two bedroom, like bed bug infested apartment in New York city with their three kids and their parents. And it was just like, I was just like watching this whole thing. And then all of a sudden she started talking about oils and I was like, interesting. I use oils. Like what is, what is she doing with oils? And this time, like my usage of oils is very loose. Like I was like, they were just in my cupboard and like, I didn't really know how to use them or anything that just kind of was like there. And I would use them for like, if I got a bug bite, I would put lavender on it. That was like the extent of my knowledge pretty much. Um, and I picked up bits and pieces, but I, like I said, I didn't use them as a lifestyle. Um, but then I started watching her do it as a business and she went in and she went fast and she was making a full-time income for her family within a couple months. And I was intrigued by that because a, I wanted to get back into using young living, like quality oils. Cause at this time I was buying like just random cheap oils from wherever because I didn't understand sourcing and why that mattered either. Um, and so I was interested in getting a young living kit again to like start over with a new box of oils and get another diffuser that worked and like all this stuff. But then I was also just really intrigued by about doing the business side of it because um, my, my husband and I are working on getting out of debt. We want to pay off our house and be able to travel. Like I said, like, I love it. So we want to be able to travel uh, more freely. We want to be able to give more. And I kind of saw this as an opportunity that kept popping up while I was looking for something to bring in income because um, I wanted to be able to stay at home with my kids also. Yeah. And that's really nice. Like, and that's nice that some of those jobs, like, you know, Young Living and just other oil distributors too, that it allows you to actually make more of a full-time income from working yeah. from home. And it's nice that it gives you that flexibility because, well, I mean, I, you and I have been talking for a little while now. So I think it's been since last year, sometime in October or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that your, your one child has um, like special needs. So it's mm -hmm. nice to be able to stay home and take care of him because he needs that yeah. stability. <laughs> oh, clearly. Yeah. Yes. It's been really good. And it's been amazing for me with everything that's going on with a lot of people getting laid off or being at home or trying to work 
like a more rigid job from home. Like this has always been so flexible and that's been even more of an advantage for us right now. Um, because like right now, this is when my kids are resting in their rooms. So like they're all home, <laughs> they're here, but like they're just resting in their room and this is the time of day that I work. Um, and then sometimes I work in the evenings after my husband gets home or I will just, you know, I'll fit it in on Saturdays or whatever works. Um, but I can totally choose my hours and my income is not decreasing as in fact has been increasing through all of this um covid stuff just because a lot of people are like looking for natural solutions right now so yeah it's been awesome it's been really good right and i know that a lot of people which is great that your income has actually started to go up more because of people actually are looking at more natural remedies versus just like i'm just going to disclaim it obviously i'm not against traditional medicine but if I think that if there is a better way of doing it more holistically and more naturally, that's the approach I would prefer to take because yep. I don't like taking pills. I don't like taking stuff that I don't even know what the side effects are half the time. And I don't always want to go down a Googling rabbit hole either to try to figure right. everything yeah. out. <laughs> yes, for uh -huh. sure. And one of the things that I love the most about um, the way that our team anyway operates is that, and with a lot of natural things, is it puts the power back in your hands. Also, I am not against traditional medicine at all. Um, 100% if needed, go. That's I'm not an all or nothing person, um, but I love that the power is put back into my hands for my family. And we get to make decisions on what we want to try first or what we want to help. Like with, with me, with the postpartum depression, anxiety, like it was hugely alleviated with essential oils. And I never ended up having to go on medication. I would have if I needed it, but I didn't need to because of um, using oils and I went to therapy and stuff like that too. But yeah, I love that it puts the power back into my hands for to make decisions for my family instead of just going with what's prescribed per se. I like that. I mean, I, that's absolutely great because it's like all the power is going back into your hands. And what's nice too, from what I have been reading about like therapy and things like that is that they give you the tools basically to, it's like helping you help yourself. It's like, yes. they can only do yep. so much, but then you've got to be able to take care of that also. <laughs> yes, for sure. Yep. How is the long distance learning going? Because I've been asking so many moms about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're adjusting. <laughs> it's been tough. Um, and like you mentioned, my oldest son has autism, um, sensory processing disorder and a couple other things. And so it is the change in routine was pretty tough and is pretty tough. And, you know, things like being on the Zoom calls with his team or with his with his team, um, with his class and with his teachers is kind of hard for him because it's not, it's so different than what he's used to. And so it can be a little bit difficult to keep him, you know, focused and stuff like that. Um, right. But one thing that we did that was really helpful right away was um, we jumped right into a schedule. And I know that doesn't work for every family, but um, for us, I thrive on routine and so do all of my kids pretty much. I mean, the two-year-old just does whatever, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but especially for my oldest sake, I knew that like jumping right into doing a routine would be the best thing. Um, and that's been really helpful for me too, because it kind of keeps the day like going along because usually before all this happened, like I was pretty social and I would go out of, you know, I was out of the house maybe other, every other day. I do a ton of coffee dates and get together with friends a lot. So it was a big change for me to be home like every morning, all like all day, every day, actually pretty much. Right. Um, so the schedule and routine has helped a ton with that for all of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. And then I've had to figure out a whole new routine because I mean, granted, I didn't have like a full-time job. I was only working part-time, but I was so used to Jared being gone every single weekday, like Monday through Friday from yeah. 
the time I dropped him off, which was before 8 a.m. And then now I've had to readjust to making sure he gets up at a decent time to have breakfast, to start on his homework, just so that way we can be done before, oh my goodness, like 1, 1.30 in the afternoon. Yeah. And just today I've noticed like his attitude because, well, he came back from his dad's from over the weekend. And mm. so I'm like, I started to notice that his attention span was starting to wane off a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, yep, I think that's the time you need to go outside. (laughs) Yes, that is exactly what we do. I'm like, they're getting a little squirrely, you know, not, not being able to like hold, sit still and like finish the work. I'm like, okay, let's just go. We're going to go outside. (laughs) It's time to change. It's time to switch it up and do something. And that gross motor is so good for their um, like sensory input too, for all kids, whether they have sensory needs or not, it's so good for them to do something that, put so much input put on them. And a lot of that outside stuff is great for that. Jumping on the trampoline, swinging, um, you know, even we'll do like a little like workout routine with like push-ups against the wall or on the grass. Um, and also being on the grass is really good for grounding. Like if they're touching the grass with their hands or feet, which it's a little cold right now, but, um, so good for helping them to be grounded and and calm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I love that because I, me and him have actually started doing Jared and me because there's PE activities that his PE teacher actually sends like over uh, a Google classroom. So that's really helpful. And we've actually been doing more like morning yoga, like mom and kid yoga kind of thing. And that's really nice. And Jared's like, I don't know how to do all this stuff. And I'm like, well, you just gotta like have like your heart here, heart center. (laughs) And I'm like, just basically it's like monkey see monkey do. I tell him like, this is what you need to do. Just do what they're doing. Yeah. We've done some of those cosmic kid, kid yoga videos, um, on YouTube and those are fun. I haven't dived too much into the, um, like cosmic kids you said. Yeah. Cosmic kids. Okay. I haven't done that too much of that yet, but I forget. I think it was like Sophia Khan is the yoga instructor for these okay. kids activities, but yeah, that's pretty nice. Like, I'm glad that there's kid-friendly activities that parents can actually do with their kids too. Because, yeah. you know, right now with a whole quarantine, it's nice to just have that bonding activity regardless yeah, of what it is. Sure. So, yeah. But it's nice to have mom time too, just to yourself. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> For sure. Because you do, you are doing like coffee dates and stuff like that too mm-hmm. at one point. Yeah. Yeah. God, what, yeah, what I, I miss those. <laughs> that was um, like the oven. Like I was making something. Oh. So I didn't want it burning, like what I was making. I've done that before. <laughs> I was doing a video and I burnt um, something while I was on the video. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like what, what happened? Like what it burned? Like I'm just curious. I was doing like an unboxing of one of my Young Living orders. And, oh, actually it did not burn because my sister-in-law was on there and she was like, don't forget your, cause I shut the timer off cause it was doing the same thing. It was beeping. And she's like, don't forget your thing. And I like pulled it out and it was like perfectly done. I'm like, oh, thank you. Cause I hundred percent forgot <laughs> danger. <laughs> so easy to just forget about that stuff. Cause we're so like wrapped up in what we're doing, like little activities mm-hmm. here and there. Cause cooking's not always fun. <laughs> yeah. Especially when you burn things, I get frustrated. <laughs> yeah, right. I just like have no patience for that. Like if it doesn't yeah. come out at least somewhat presentable and I'm like, nope, I'm done. <laughs> like, um, so other things, like what have you been doing 
to just kind of have like that time for yourself because obviously during this time of the whole quarantine, like, you know, self-isolating, social distancing, like it's important to take care of ourselves. Like what have you been doing as a result of all of this? Yeah. So I've definitely been trying to be proactive on my mental health. Um, I'm not postpartum anymore necessarily. Like I said, my son is two, um, but that's still something I have to be very aware of. Um, and so definitely the first couple of weeks were not a pretty sight and I wouldn't have had any tips for you at all. It was just like, it was just a really tough period. And I think that it was important for me to just be able to just grieve all the changes that were happening. Cause I didn't recognize it as a grief cycle at first, but that's definitely what it was. Right. Um, and so first two weeks, I just let myself kind of wallow, but I don't really like to say that so negatively because it was a grief cycle. And so I think it's important to, to recognize where you're at emotionally, and then you can find ways to help yourself from there. So the first two weeks I didn't do much. I kind of pulled back on work. Um, we were doing kind of some work at home cause we didn't start, we didn't start with the distance learning at that point or for the first week and a half. Um, so we were just doing some light, like more homeschooling type of stuff. Um, but mostly just getting kind of trying to get everybody into a routine. I was making sure that I was, I was trying to eat like I often forget to eat food or drink water. So that was something I was really working on in those couple weeks. And so since then, some things that I've added in um, would be that I also some things that helped me pull out of that were um, just making sure that I get up in the morning well before my kids. Um, I'm already a morning person, so this might not be your thing. Maybe you can do this at night, but I've been doing journaling. Um, both gratitude and just like basic journaling, because I think like this is history and I want to remember it. So even on the days where I wake up and I'm like, well, this is just like really hard. <laughs> like, I want to write down like what happened. Like today we got our stay at home order and you know, et cetera, et cetera. So journaling that out for me, faith is really important. So spending time in the word in the morning, that's part of my routine. Um, so I've noticed that when I can get up in the morning, that really helps me uh, to be motivated. Um, I've been trying to get outside every day, which is not something that I like would tend to think to do all the time for whatever reason. Like my kids go outside a lot, but I don't always remember to go outside myself. Right. So even if it's only like we live in the country, so we have a long driveway, even if it's only walking down to the mailbox, even if I know the mail didn't come and walking back after the kids don't go down for a nap, I've been trying to do that. Also using my oils for emotional support is always really helpful for me still. Um, there's an oil called Valor. It's a blend of different oils. And I use that one a lot. Um, there's another one called Stress Away that's like, smells really sweet and light. And I just use those a lot. I fill up my diffusers and run those most of the day. Um, they help me sleep. Making sure I get good sleep is helpful too. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I, I love um, using oils too. And I've actually been finding myself using them much more frequently than what I have yeah. been for the last like several weeks. I mean, just like kind of like your attitude before it was just like you, you were just occasionally using them, but you're not using them like all the time. But now I've been finding that I've been using more of the grounding. I think it's called balance and it's by um, doTERRA. Mm -hmm. and yeah. I've, so I've been using that. Um, so I've been using that more often and I've been finding that by doing like my meditation and some light yoga practice as well. Mm -hmm. Like I have like my diffuser, sometimes I'll have it going. Sometimes I don't, but yeah, I do like, you know, gratitude journaling is very huge right now. Cause I find that even if we are stuck in like more of the crappier times, cause we clearly are, everybody's going through it together. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's always something to be grateful for at the end of the day. I mean, that's my personal belief. I know a lot of people are kind of finding it hard to have that kind of attitude right now, which I'm like, I get it, but you yeah. gotta say yeah. that there's something positive though, too. 
in all of this. Yeah. And reaching out and making sure I stay in community. That was the other thing I was going to mention too. Um, that's been really helpful for me because it kind of felt like, I don't know, it can feel really weird and isolating because they're not seeing people face to face, but even just like, you know, having a couple FaceTime dates, um, coffee dates with friends a week. Um, I also have been trying to like text and check in with like at least a few of my friends every day. Um, and totally not worrying about whether they texted me back in like a long time or not. I just keep texting them and I'm like, Hey, don't even reply if you like, are not in the space too, but like, I just wanted to know I'm thinking about you. Um, you know, is there anything I can pray for? How are you doing? Like, what's up if you want to talk? And that's been super helpful. I also started like a, um, group text message with, I have six sisters. So I started with all my sisters and it's like one of those, if you've seen that little meme, that's going around that's like a mental health checklist. Um, it has different colored hearts. So it's from like, like the purple one is like the lowest. So like, I need, so I need to reach out for support. And then the top one is like, I'm doing really great today. Um, and there's ones in the middle of that. So just kind of sending that out every day. Um, and that's partially for me too, <laughs> to right. like help keep myself like checked in, like how am I actually feeling today? Cause sometimes I can be a little bit like negative and think, Oh, like today is just like a really hard day. And like, I don't want to do this. But then it's like, if I sit there and actually think like, okay, I guess I'm doing like pretty good overall. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, there's things that are hard, but overall today is pretty good. So it's helpful for me too. Sorry. My microphone is very sensitive. So like it will pick up noises coming from outside every so often. Oh. That's how sensitive my microphone actually is. You're like what's going on outside? Yeah. And I'm just like, like, I'm just like staring outside and I've got the microphone muted and I'm just like, you better not rev your truck up really loud because they're, oh my gosh, I, I don't mean to be like a negative Nancy or anything. There is some kids that live on this, on our street. They will purposely rev their engines on purpose in a quiet neighborhood such as this. And I'm like, come on, seriously. Yeah, I don't get that. I don't get the appeal of that at all. <laughs> no, I, I failed to it must see not be a teenage you. guy, I guess, but I'm just like, that's just why. <laughs> right. Right. Like, I mean, I failed to, I guess I just failed to see like the, the practicality of it. Like I don't understand it. Like, I guess maybe it's just cause yeah. I'm 30 years old and I'm not 19, yeah. 20 years old anymore, but yeah, let's see. Uh, and your family has adjusted somewhat. Hopefully they have to this whole quarantine going on. I mean, because I think the kids mental health too is very important at this point. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Yeah. I think we're, I think we're all getting there. Like it's, it's interesting to go like, I thought, you know, like I said, usually we're in and out of the house all the time and my kids were in, in school. So they were gone, you know, at least three days a week. And so it's been interesting to realize that we've gone like three days without like leaving the property, um, or something like that. Um, so I think we're definitely are adjusting. There has definitely been some level of anxiety. Like I said, with my oldest, you know, just asking strange questions about, or being worried about like random things that he's not usually like concerned about or like he was having some nightmares and that kind of thing. Um, so I think mostly he is the one that has noticed it more, but he's also seven. So like the five-year-old, I think, I mean, obviously she knows he's not in school anymore, but she's more laid back anyway. So she's just, I mean, she's pretty much fine. She doesn't really act too sad or upset about it, but, um, yeah, I think it's an adjustment, <laughs> but it, I think we're getting there. Right. Like I know that, um, like Jared has been, I want to say for the most part, he's adjusted pretty well. It's just more of like the social aspect. That's what he really misses because he has, mm -hmm. you know, friends, like kids that he hangs out with in first grade and whatnot. And he's actually waving to me through the window right now. <laughs> he's just like, hi. But yeah, um, I mean, he's not 
he doesn't hate school, but I think it's just that the structured thing, sometimes he doesn't always care for it too much. And, mm-hmm. but lately I think a lot more teachers are becoming more laid back about only putting in maybe 30 minutes at a time for each activity. Cause they realize like that's even too long for some kids. And yeah. I'm really hoping it doesn't get to that point where if he's, I, I think, I think he's doing better with the school routine but I just hope they never come to me and say that he needs to be put on medications and stuff like that. I'm going to be like, absolutely not. <laughs> He's not going yeah. on it. And I feel like it's tough for boys too, because I think they're just, they just are so active and they, they need things to engage them tactilely. And it's hard for them to just sit and do worksheets. Like even Ezra, like he loves to do worksheets. Like he wants to do them. He's really good at just sitting and doing them. He likes the structure, but even he, you know, he just, like I said, I can tell when he just needs to go outside and like, and we're just done with this right now. So yeah, but thankfully our school is, is they've kind of given us like a whole bunch of worksheets and they're kind of like, they're not really assigned just do as many as he wants because he likes to do work. So mm-hmm. we don't have a lot of time where he just has to sit on the, the iPad and do like computer classes or anything like that. Right. Yeah. Like I've, I've noticed that if he sits in front of the computer for too long, like even after an hour, like doing activities on and off, depending on what the class is, I've noticed that he gets very, very squirrely after so long. And I'm just like, yeah, no, like, let's do something else now. Yeah, for sure. Yes. It's, it's frustrating. And I know he's a boy, like he clearly needs to be doing something. He's very active. Like kids are, I think are just all naturally active anyway, Yes. unless, you know, they're just the ones that are into the more structured activities like school and stuff like that which is fine there's nothing wrong with that either but even sometimes they need a break too (laughs) yeah yeah for sure definitely now I I see why like recess is so important yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm like I think everybody probably needs it (laughs) yeah right the teachers too (laughs) yes like they need a break also and just I mean I can see why it's so important Now I'm starting to wonder like how everybody else is doing like teachers wise, because I'm sure they're bored also, like without the whole structure of school and everything too. I mean, every teacher I seem to hear from misses their kids, like the the kids they teach. Yeah, yeah, it's a big adjustment for them too, like to go from, to working at home and trying to like, you know, I can think of both of Ezra's teachers are first year teachers. Uh, both of his his special ed and his uh, first grade teacher. And it's like, they both had to learn to teach a class for the first time on their own. And now they had to learn how to teach a class all like online and virtually. <laughs> like mm-hmm. It's got to be like a big adjustment for them too. Right. And I know that a lot of it just has to deal with, I think probably more than anything, it's just that social aspect with all the different kids. And I'm sure that's what a lot of them miss too. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm starting to wonder, like, because Jared seems to like doing stuff at school. And I'm just like, huh, do I just continue this like next year for like homeschooling? But then I thought, "Mm, I don't really think my schedule will allow that because I I need to work. I'm definitely one of those parents. I'm like, huh, could I do this all the time? And I'm like, probably not. (laughs) Yes, work even though like I'm still home, I've always been home with my job, but it's been a definite sanity saver. Cause it's like it, it, I've always been one of those people. And that was one, of, that's one of the greatest things that I've gotten out of young living is the fact that I've always felt like I was one of those moms who like needed more 
than like being a mom and being a wife. Like I love those things. They're always going to be my priority, but I do so much better mentally when I have something outside of that to like pour myself into. And, um, so I have just, it's been a sanity saver for me the last month being able to like work and, um, just talk to adults and, um, be in community with a lot of different people and do all my projects, all my plan, my classes and everything. So it's been very good for me. (laughs) Right. Right. Like I, I mean, I need that too. Like just, just basically that little pocket of time that is just yours and only yours and like nothing, no outside distractions are allowed to even be integrating themselves at that point because it's like, this is my time. Like you are not barging in on this. This is none of your business. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's just, it's important for, you know, moms to have that time because, you know, it's, it's not selfish and I've gone the other way where I didn't do that and it, it really does just lean to burnout and that is so hard to recover from. So, you know, that old adage, you can't pour from an empty cup. I really think that's true for moms and I've seen it long term. in um, older friends of mine where they just pour out their whole lives and they don't have any of their own like interests and things. And I just think that's a really hard way to live. And it's so important to just be filled up with something, whatever that looks like for you. Mm -hmm. Right. I'll get up in the morning, like around six, six 30 or so. This is way before Jared even has been waking up lately. And I have been finding that having that little moment to myself, like I feel a lot better going into my day after that versus then what I was doing before is waking up around the same time as he was, but then immediately pouring from a half empty cup. Yes. Yep. It's awful. I don't, yeah, I will never do that again. I I don't do, I don't do well with that at all. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Cause yeah, my kids usually are all up by seven 30. So if I don't get up and have some time to like, you know, I want to have my coffee and um, all that stuff is just like, we can adjust, but it's just a lot more difficult for me to roll into the day that way. I just feel behind the whole day. Um, not having that time to just like be an adult first. <laughs> right. Right. Cause it, you need that time. Like moms need that time. Even dads too. Like they need that yes, moment just yes, for themselves for sure. also. And I guess that whole uh, phrase, like what they say is hundred percent true is that you can't help other people if you're not helping yourself. And there's nothing selfish about that, but yet people try to make it sound like you're selfish. And I'm like, you're not being selfish. It's, it's taking care of you. It's taking care of your mental health. You have to do it because otherwise it will drive you crazy (laughs) after a while. It's not fun. And I've been at that point too, where I've not like I've had a huge meltdown, but I just started crying and I didn't know why I was crying because I was just, I was tired. I was burnt out. I was exhausted. And even my husband was like, why are you crying? I'm like, I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Your stress level just gets so high. It's like, you can't really even identify like what is so upsetting, but it's just everything at once. And it just leads up to this major like moment. It's it's a good wake up call, but it's kind of intense when that happens. (laughs) Yes, it is. It's like, it's just awful. Like, I don't wish that on anybody by any means. I mean, that would be really cruel to wish that on somebody anyway, but yeah. Um, like, so do you guys get outside? Like, have you been doing more hiking and stuff like that? Like more outdoor activities since being home? Like I, I found that I've, it's actually increased for us, which great. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we definitely have. Um, I mean, just, you know, as we're being home all day, instead of being at school until he doesn't usually get, he didn't get home until like 340 in the afternoon. Um, And so definitely like they go outside 
half an hour before school. And then, you know, throughout the rest of the day, they're outside a lot. Um, and so most of our outside stuff has been on our, we have an acreage, we have a pretty big yard, a long driveway. So, you know, they're riding bikes out on the, we have a slab in front of one of our shops. Um, and so they're riding bikes out there. They, we have a swing set, we have a sandbox. So they do a lot of stuff outside with that, mostly bikes. And then um, we just got out for the first time, like out to hike somewhere uh, on Sunday, we went to the nature center in Austin and that was super nice. So we're hoping to do that again on Tuesday when it's supposed to be like in the seventies or close to 70 on Tuesday. So oh, wow. <laughs> to get out again, but yeah, yes. we love to, to go to the state park and stuff. We've done that a lot in the past. So yeah, I think for sure we've gotten outside more because it's like the only thing you can do is like go to the park yeah, <laughs> and right. walk on the trails. So. Right. Which is kind of a nice break from the the standard way of living at one point because it seemed like everybody's weekend activities was either going to the shopping mall and like wasting their money, hard-earned money, which is fine. You know, you can do whatever you want. That's what you work for. But then parents aren't spending the greatest time with their kids either. And I think as bad as all this stuff that's happening right now, this is a good way for everybody to just kind of reconnect, I think, yes. without being plugged into technology, without having to be babysat by something else. But, and something I saw that really um, was interesting to me was it, it was like a, a post on Instagram, I think. And they were saying like, basically that, you know, now is the time to reevaluate, like as things sort of hopefully start going back to some semblance of normal, like it's a really good time to truly evaluate, like what's actually working for you. Like, what did you actually miss? And what were you like relieved that it was not there anymore? Right. Um, and so that's been a good way to reevaluate. Like, you know, it, it's, it's a great advantage for us to have this time to probably close out the school year with my kids. Like, yes, that's hard. Yes. There's disadvantages. Um, and it's an adjustment, but also they get to truly enjoy the spring. They get to be outside for hours and hours a day. Um, and they love it. And we've been able to spend more time as a family on the weekends, like you said, and yeah, we're not spending very much money right now because we're not going anywhere. I mean, there's still Amazon, unfortunately, but it's like, fortunately, (laughs) I'm very happy. I'm very happy. Um, Yes. But yeah, just, and being more conscious of that spending too, because we just don't know what's going to happen and how long this is going to be, but just keeping our focus on those positive things is I think a really good way to keep your mental health in check um, through all of this. Which I'm thankful for Amazon. Absolutely. Cause that's always nice, especially if you're wanting to get, I don't know, something maybe your family needs or something that you want for yourself. There is nothing wrong with that by any means, but I saw a meme. I think it was just a few days ago on Facebook. Now that we're talking about Amazon here. (laughs) Oh my God. So the husband was like telling his wife, like, you know, what's really nice about this quarantine is that we're not going out and spending money on unnecessary (laughs) things. And it said, click add to cart. Yeah, that's great, sweetie. (laughs) Yeah, I saw that one too. That one made me laugh. Oh my God. I was like, that is so accurate. I was like, like, that is so true. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. And I was like looking at that and I was just like, yeah, I mean, I think I want to say our like budget wise for unnecessary spending has gone down like dramatically. And even before this, it's gone down dramatically too, which is great because we reevaluated priorities. Like what's more Mm -hmm. important here is going out and having like the latest pair of shoes more important or is having food on our table and making sure we have the utilities running. What's more important here? Yes. Yeah. And not only that, but like paying off debt too. Cause I mean, I'm going to be graduating from college here 
in May, which is weird because I'm like, I'm only doing like it was an internship. Mm-hmm. Which that's the sad part about it because now that has been suspended indefinitely. So I'm not able oh. to get my, you know, 180 hours total for this three month um, internship, which really blows. But unfortunately, that's just the way it is because <laughs> this stuff is not able to be helped. <laughs> like 180 hours, like the internship, like it got canceled pretty much, like post mm. postponed indefinitely. So I'm not able to finish that. And yeah, not fun. So I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, like, am I, what do I do here? Like, am I going to not have any good opportunities to like apply for other employers? Cause like, I don't have all these hours of experience. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's too bad. Which I, I don't know. Like that's the only thing I'm doing right now is I guess technically is still the internship class. If you even want to call it that, but Yeah. I mean, graduating here in May and I need to eventually start working full time because I need to do that (laughs) because I don't want to be in debt forever. (laughs) Yes, for sure. It's such a real thing. It seems like thankfully, I think I've heard about it in the news. I think people are getting their payments postponed until September if I remember right, like federal interest payments or something like that. Mm, okay. Yeah. I've heard a couple of things about that. Yeah. I think it was also the stimulus bill. So hopefully if people get anything out of that, like that will hopefully help, which is, I mean, better than nothing, I guess we could be just fish out of water. Yeah. I don't know. So it's kind of like, what are you supposed to do? Like damned if you do damned, if you don't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I just hope that it comes around sooner rather than later as far as like people being able to go back to work. And I 100% agree with the stay home order. I think it's important and I agree with it. But yeah, the economic economic fallout is a little bit concerning. Um, Just, it just seems like I, you know, as a small business owner, I worry about the small businesses and how many of them will not reopen and that kind of thing. Um, But I do see there is some government aid coming through for small businesses. So hopefully that kind of helps some of them stay afloat and right, like the stimulus for people that are laid off right now and unemployment, hopefully coming through quickly for them as well. So Mm -hmm. yeah, thankfully my husband is still able to work. So we haven't been too affected by it, but, mm-hmm. um, I know there's a lot of people who have been, so that's, right. it's very, it's a, it's a hard situation. Yes. For sure. Especially for the people who are not considered essential workers too. Cause that's, you know, that's their only way of making an income and like, that's their livelihood and that's been completely affected. And like you're saying, small business owners, there's been some businesses here in town where I live that they've had to close their doors and they're only open for like online orders. If the online ordering system is actually working. Yeah. Which even that can be iffy too, because technology, even though it's great, it has its fallouts sometimes as well. And I feel like the internet's been a little bogged down for us, you know, since everybody's like home, (laughs) it's been pretty glitchy for me. And maybe that's or provider or whatever. But um, yeah, so that's hard too, because now so many people are relying on the internet for pretty much everything (laughs) that it's, I'm, I'm happy it's still doing as well as it is, but yeah, it seems a little glitchy for me. Right. Especially because people are streaming Netflix, you know, they're streaming Hulu, all those video streaming services like YouTube, even people can watch TV shows on YouTube now, which is interesting. And I'm like, I don't want to be on the computer all day long. (laughs) There's so many streaming services. It's a little bit much, but (laughs) yeah, it it is like, cause I mean, we already have Netflix. We already have Hulu and even like Amazon prime. Like, I don't know what is it called? I don't know. Fire TV. I thought there was something like that. Yeah, well, they have like a fire stick that's just like their streaming thing <laughs> that you plug into your TV, and then it's like Prime Video, I think it's called. 
Mm, okay. Yeah. Maybe that's what I'm, I'm getting those two mixed up. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I know one is like a device of some sort where you can stream things, but I think for like the actual prime, it's either on, you know, your smart TV or it's on the computer only like that kind of thing. I don't know enough about that because I don't need to use it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like what other, other activities have you been doing? Like, have you been reading a lot of books lately or like watching your favorite shows, binging shows if you're able to, cause I've been noticing um, that. <laughs> yeah. We don't, I don't spend a lot of time watching TV. Um, before I started working from home, I would watch, you know, some shows in the afternoon. Um, cause that was kind of my break time, but now I've just been pretty much packing my work into the afternoons. And then, um, my husband and I do like to watch shows in the evenings. Um, we recently, because the internet's been kind of glitchy and weird, we, we love the office. Like we've watched it. This will be our sixth time through the entire series. Like it oh is our gosh. all time favorite. So like we love it. Um, yes. So we bought the DVD set of that just so that we can always watch it because, like I said, our internet can be spotty. So mm-hmm. now we've been watching that. Um, I've been doing a little bit more reading. I haven't do- been doing as much this week, but um, yeah, trying to get back into some more reading. And I don't know, like I, I, ha- I feel like I have a significantly less downtime than I had before all this happened. So it's, I don't really feel like I have <laughs> a ton of time for like hobbies or new hobbies or anything like that. But Right. Yeah, I think it's been good for me to um, to focus on um, like prioritizing my time and making sure that I'm filling my hours a little bit more strategically than maybe I was before, just so I can get all the kids school done and all of the all my work things I want to do, and also like manage our household and everything too. So right, no, and I I understand that. Just I know like it all comes back to like the idea of like self care and just being able to take care of yourself and just those activities are very nice. And I'm I mean it's harder for you because you have three kids and it's a lot easier for me to be able to find time here and there just because I only have one. So, I mean, I don't even know how people do it with all those kids. (laughs) I don't know. It's just a little bit more chaos gets added. I think it felt like, I think your reality is your reality. Like if you don't have kids, I think that you feel like when we didn't have kids, we thought we were so busy and we couldn't possibly be more busy or like have more balls in the air. And then you have one kid and you're like, how did we think we had no time before? Now we have no time. And then you have two kids and then you have three kids. And it's like, you just, you adjust. And it's really easier with multiple kids. It's definitely, I would say much easier as you go along. And also you just learn to let go of things that don't matter as much (laughs) and not be so stressed out about it. But one thing that I've really found to be helpful for me as far as the whole like self-care um movement um is really learning like what actual self-care was for me um and what actually like will fill me up long term versus like just in the moment so like you know taking a bath and having a glass of wine is great for like the moment and there's like nothing wrong with that um and it's great but like long term the investment in instead of spending that hour in the bathtub like reading a book or watching some dumb tv show like spending that hour um in a therapy session probably more long-term effects or investing in a relationship that's um close to me or um i feel like i just keep bringing up work but like that's been something that's been really beneficial for self-care i i classify that as self-care being able to work and have creative outlet that way but yeah, I think that's been really good for me to learn like what is truly self-care beyond what I maybe want like in that moment. Right. And then, I mean, a lot of people find self-care and like, like physical labor and they find self-care and just like being able to do like their small business from home and doing just activities that it's funny because when we think of self-care, we automatically think of like, I don't know, these la da activities that we normally hear about, like stereotypical for self-care. Yes. 
but uh, for some people, it looks completely different. For some people, it's making things. For some people, it's uh, talking to people. It's There is no right or wrong way to do self-care. I don't think so anyway. Yeah, it's just, it's just finding what actually works for you. Um, and so that's where I think like that stereotypical view of self-care can kind of be harmful sometimes because it makes, it made me feel like if I wasn't doing the wine and bubble baths, that I wasn't doing self-care right. But in reality... Like, I don't actually enjoy baths that much. <laughs> like, I will take them as a detox thing. Like, if I'm getting right. sick or trying to get over a sickness or mm-hmm. if I have, like, really sore muscles, I'll, I use it more of, like, a medicinal thing. Like, I've been finding, I mean, I, like, I don't mind doing baths, but I find that if I'm, sometimes I just prefer showers over everything else. Just yeah, I because, love showers. Yeah. Like, I find that more therapeutic than baths. And if I'm just, if I need a bath, it's because like, yep, this is kind of like my idea of like self-care at the moment. So I'm just like, yep, I'm going in here. Do not disturb me. And I will have my, I'll have my essential oil diffuser going in there too. Like like grounding, like mental clarity and stuff like that. And I'm just like, yep, this is what I needed. Yes. Yes. So definitely not a place for sure. And meditation too. Like I've been finding myself doing more of that lately. I don't know what it is about it, but I find that when I get up early in the morning and then I do this before my son wakes up, I find that I'm actually in a much better mindset than what I would have if I completely skipped out on it. And I don't, I don't like to do that. I try not to, but if my schedule doesn't allow it, I try and find like a time in the middle of the day to just kind of like be and just zen yeah. at that moment. And then yeah. I will completely ignore my child if he tries talking to me. And then as soon as it's done, I'm like, all right, yes, my hun- honey, honey, what are you saying? <laughs> And he's like, he's like, why are you ignoring me? And I'm just like literally sitting there because I need that. Just yeah, need just that. Need little, yeah. Like just give me a moment. Yes. Like as soon as I hold up the one finger and I'm just like, nope, <laughs> one minute. And he's like, mom. <laughs> yep. Like get the message. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just like, and then as soon as I'm thankful, because as soon as my husband even sees that I start going like more into like that, I'm very quiet moments, like very, I'm not mad, but I'm not exactly hundred percent happy at that point. And he sees it yes. becoming more and more quiet. He'd be like, Jared, just leave your mom alone. She needs a moment. Just give her a minute. Yes. Was, like, that I'm is glad- the best idea of right now. Right. Like, I'm glad that I think it took him one time before he finally understood, like, because I, I kind of got a little annoyed with him, a little upset because I'm like, I just need like a minute to myself. Yes. Yeah. And learning to ask for that or like acknowledge that too is, is helpful and just being like, mm-hmm. I need a minute. I'll be back. Right. right. And just like, that's one of those things too, or I've seen a meme about it. it was like, I'm out of my mind. Please leave a message. <laughs> come back later yeah it's just like uh like no vacancy like please come back later and I'm like yes that is exactly me that is exactly me that's funny yeah things like again like you can't you know you can't help people if you're not being there for yourself it's like you in a way you have to be your own advocate because nobody else is gonna do it for you either unfortunately And, and and like waiting like this is a huge lesson we've had to learn in our marriage too is like waiting for someone to read your mind is only gonna lead to disappointment and like if I need something for my husband I need to just ask him for it and that ends up way it goes way better that way right. because like no one can read our minds we're we're the ones who know like where we're at emotionally and 
and, and physically. And we need to just be the ones who are like, and being honest with where we are and then asking for that, you know, mm-hmm. right. nicely before it gets to the point where we're crabby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I, someday it doesn't take very long. So <laughs> yes, especially if your fuse is already so short to begin with. And I think, you know, it kind of goes back to the idea of just making sure you get up before your kids do and just making sure you have that little pocket of time for you. Even if it's only like 15, 20 minutes at most, it's a lot better than getting up as soon as the chaos begins and then just like jumping right into it. And you've barely had a moment to catch your breath. Like even for me, like I found that I would go to bed tired and then I would wake up tired just knowing that this is what I had to do throughout my entire day. It yeah. was not fun. And I think now I'm finding like my energy has finally started coming back after, you know, basically being done with school, you know, like the classes, being done with a good chunk of my classes and this internship course being the only one that's left. I have found yeah. that I have much more energy than what I did way back then. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like I loved school. Don't get me wrong. But then towards the end, it became to the point where it was no longer enjoyable. Yeah. Like I was just, like I said, ready to be done. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's exciting that you're almost done, you know, even with the whole internship mess, you know, Mm -hmm. that's awesome that you're finally like to the end of of the things. (laughs) Yes. Thank (laughs) God. That's awesome. Yes. I'm, thank you. And I'm so happy about it because I don't think there would have been enough coffee to get me through like that final semester there for a little bit. (laughs) And I found that I was even towards the end there, I was actually drinking too much caffeine and therefore I was actually getting more and more headaches and stress, mm-hmm. stress induced, plus too much caffeine, not enough water, not getting enough sleep. And I noticed that my, yeah, my, I think a lot of the reason why I was having such crabbiness and just like mental health, I feel like what was really affected was just because I wasn't mm-hmm. taking care of myself. And yes, yeah. I, I will never do that again, never again, because that was just awful. And I don't wish that on anybody. Yeah. It catches up to you when you don't take care of yourself. And yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not good. You get to a bad place and it's just hard to pull yourself out of it. But yeah, yeah. one small step, one thing you can do, stop drinking so much coffee or, you know, drink a little bit more water. Just, you know, for me, it's tiny steps, like with a tiny step that I can mm-hmm. take to like make myself feel better physically, emotionally, spiritually, and just move forward. Right. I've also found that after, even though my kid can drive me up the walls every so often, but I think it's just yeah. because he's so happy to be around us more often than what he was at one point yeah which is nothing it's not bad on him by any means it's just I'm like honey I understand like you need my attention but I'm like I can only do so much stuff at once and I'm like I am not Superman I can't be in four or five different places at once yeah <laughs> Yes. And we had to have a good, honest conversation about that when we first, like the first week that my kids were home. And I told them, I said, you know, cause they both kept making comments about how they wish that I was a teacher as in they wanted like more things to do. Like they both always just want to work more. Mm-hmm. And so I just sat them both down and I was just like, you know what guys, like I would love to like fill your cup like this all day, every day, but I just can't do that because like, I have to do this stuff and I have to do this stuff. And like, we will do school, but you know, I'm not a teacher. I'm your mom. And I will not, this is not going to be like your school. 
<laughs> it's going to be, so, you know, we're, we're going to learn, but it's not going to be like your school. And um, just kind of putting boundaries in there because kids need to know your boundaries too. And that's mm-hmm. healthy and normal to tell your kids, like, I can't be everything for you because it's impossible. Mm-hmm. And even just like, like they were really like, oh, okay. Like they took it really well. They're like, oh, okay. Yeah, like, you know, thinking about it that like, oh yeah, I guess she does do like, I don't know how much they comprehended, you know? Yes. Right. <laughs> it seemed like they were thinking and like soaking in all the things that I had mentioned that I have to do in a day and just to give them like a realistic expectation and then withholding those boundaries when they want um, to push them and stuff. But yeah. Right. And I have noticed that there's times where, I mean, of course, kids will push your buttons just because they know they can. It's a sad, but it's like, I'm sure we probably did that with our parents too, at one point or another when we were younger. And I finally just looked right at my son. I was like, are you going to act like this with your kids? Like, are you going to allow your kids to treat you like this when you get to be my age? And he's like, no. And I'm like, then why do it to mom? Like, why do it to, you know, Aaron? Like, that's my husband. I'm like, why do it? Like, there is no point to this. Like, stop it. <laughs> yeah. And and just sometimes I remind myself too, like this, a lot of this stuff is, I mean, most of it is very normal. And like kids are learning what boundaries are through us teaching them. And so like, we are helping them by giving them healthy boundaries of like, you know, this is, I'm important. I'm a person too. And like, and I tell them, like, if they say something hurtful, I'm like, that hurt my feelings. And you know, that kind of thing. And just teaching them that like, how else are they going to learn that kind of thing to value other people? Even if you're, you know, quote unquote, just their mom, like they should value you also. Right. Um, exactly. And it really comes down to where maybe the idea of like self-respect too, because they got to see you respecting yourself and saying that you're not going to tolerate, like, especially people, you know, they run into people who are having bad days themselves and then they're treating other people like garbage. And if they see you tolerating that nonsense, like they're going to think that's totally okay. That's normal. And it's not normal that there is nothing normal about that. Like, nope, (laughs) not going to happen. Like not going to treat me like that. You're not going to treat anybody else like that. It's just, I I can't even fathom why people want to do that. I really can't. It's just awful. Agreed. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Oh my gosh. How long have we been on here for? (laughs) I don't don't even know. I think it's been like an hour. (laughs) Has it been an hour? Like the kids? It's like 10 after three now. So yeah. Like, yeah. And I'm sure your kids are probably going to be waking up before too long. Right. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Cause I'm sure like you're what, two year old, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Two years old. Who wakes up first usually? Is it your oldest or is it him? The youngest? It's usually the youngest actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's usually, well, he's often up by about three 30. Um, and then like Ezra will, will be awake like in his room or Nora will, um, mm-hmm. but they just know the routine. They are rest time from two to four thirty, And like, they both have toys in their room. So they can play as long as it's quietly. Like Ezra has a ton of Legos. So it's usually as Judah is the first one up, the two-year-old, and then Ezra is the next one. Um, and Nora is usually either the last one up or I have to wake her up. <laughs> she right. sleeps more than the boys do. But right. yeah. I'm sure she just sleeps like a rock too. Like once she's yeah, out, she sleeps she's so out. hard. Yeah. <laughs> the boys are much lighter sleepers and she's just like, like she's the one that snores and like tosses in her sleep and falls off her bed and all this stuff. And she'll just be like sleeping on the floor. <laughs> yeah. She sleeps hard. <laughs> yes. I can imagine that. And she's probably like, how did I get down here? I yeah, sure. Know. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what happened? <laughs> 
Yeah. And just like, I'm just, I'm sure she probably like has that ex- wide or crazy expression on her face too. She's probably like, yeah. And she has so much hair. She just like, her hair is like all over. She's like, yeah. <laughs> What's like, happening? Um, what day is it? <laughs> right. Like, uh, Robert, Robin Williams from like Jumanji when he first like oh, came sure. out and his hair was all over the place. And he's like, what yeah. year is it? <laughs> yup. Pretty much. <laughs> I'm sure all kids are like that too. They're like, what happened? Like, where am yeah. I? <laughs> they just so hard to wake up. Yeah, she's gotten up a couple times and she'll come down to like supper because we usually eat at like 5.30 or whatever. So she's like awake for a little while, but then she's like, she must have slept so hard that she thinks it's the next day. Cause she's Aww. like, are we going to start school? And I'm like, it's night, Nora. It's like evening. <laughs> mm-hmm. right. But that's like, like, she must have slept so hard. Right. And it's like, <laughs> way, to, way to be an achiever. But at the same time, yeah. like, honey, it's not that time yet. Like, let's just wait. No, till we're tomorrow. not going to start school until tomorrow. We're good for now. <laughs> right. And at least there's only four days this week of like distance learning. So therefore yeah. the kids will only be in school for four days versus five days. And I think it's because of the Easter weekend, if I remember right. Yes. Yeah. That's why we have it off. Yeah. We have Monday off as well. Oh, you have Monday off. So I'm not mad about that. (laughs) Right. Like today it was just crazy because we had his long distance learning today because I mean, I'm sure Austin does their schooling system a little bit more differently than Owatonna does, but yeah. Yeah. They, he was in school today and then he'll have Friday off, which I'm like, not mad about that either. Yeah. (laughs) I will make sure that we get outside. Hopefully it's good on Friday and just good weather wise. And we will be outside a good portion of the day just because I don't want him being stuck in front of the TV all day until the sun goes down. Because if I let him, he would probably do that. Yeah. I'm a little bit jealous of that. (laughs) Honestly, my kids do not watch heavily bribe them. I said, if you sit and watch this whole movie, without interrupting me or like coming to find me, I will like give you this huge cookie bar, which we don't do a ton of sugar. So that's like a huge bribe. Um, Mm -hmm. and so far it worked, but they ran into nap time. So they didn't get the cookie bar. Yeah. I said after, you know, after supper or whatever time, but yeah, they just don't sit and watch movies, which I know I should just be grateful for, but sometimes it's like, just watch a movie. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. But it's fine. You're talking about like watching like the sugar and everything too and I mm, saw like mm-hmm. the quarantine day 15 and like we've had to hide the provisions <laughs> yeah that's was, my like, husband and I's box the kids don't know that exists <laughs> yeah right that was, like, we had to hide the provisions because otherwise the kids will get into this <laughs> and I was like laughing so hard <laughs> the COVID crate <laughs> yeah the, it was the COVID crate <laughs> that's the word I was looking for and I was like the good old quarantine basket like, yep. I was like, these are mommies, not yours. And they're like, this chocolate tastes horrible. That is mine. That you don't have that. Like, don't touch that. Yeah. I'm like, that is my cacao. You're not touching it. <laughs> it's strong because it's good. Yeah. It's like 78% of that. Like, I think it, yep. oh my God, like Trey. Good Kennedy. dinner. <laughs> yeah. Delicious. Like, have you seen Trey Kennedy? Like his video, it was of like, the kids coming home from quarantine and his son like his son was eating like the chocolate and he's like this chocolate tastes like poo (laughs) and he was like that is mommy's you know this is mommy's chocolate bar and by the way it's made with 78 percent cacao which is actually your grade right now in math and he's like you want to tell me about that and before he (laughs) goes off on a tangent Oh my gosh, that's oh my funny. God. Like you'll have to Facebook that one. Yeah, like, that I'll was have to look that one up. Hilarious. Like I was actually laughing, like crying because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. It was. Awesome. It was 
It was awesome. Like I just, you know, humor right now is definitely getting a lot of people through that, I think. Yes. Yeah, for sure. We kind of have to laugh about it too, because there's uh, too much depression on the news, like too many sad things going on right now in the world, which is not dismissing that. But at the same time, we can't be ultra focused on that either because it's not good for us at the same time. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate it. And yes, you're so welcome. Yes. And I hope that you have a good rest of the week and hopefully long distance learning goes good for you guys still. I mean, it's only week week two, but at the same time, it's just kind of nice to like check in and just see how everyone's doing with that. Yes. Yes. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you again. I appreciate it. (laughs) All right. You're welcome. Yep. Bye. Bye. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to that little interview with Katherine Wagner, and I will make sure to include her social media link in the show notes, and you can find her on Instagram at Katherine Wagner. And if you are interested in purchasing any Young Living essential oils from her, you can actually do that through the link that she has in her bio. So be sure to follow her on Instagram at Katherine Wagner. And again, I really do hope that you guys enjoyed this segment because I'm just trying to prove that I am a real person behind this microphone. And I also have a sense of humor, if you couldn't tell throughout that entire interview segment that we did, that, you know, at the end of the day, you kind of have to laugh at some things because humor really is some of the best medicine. And like they have mentioned before, laughter is some of the best medicine. And if you can find something that can bring a smile to your face or just make you have that really good laugh, like that belly laugh, if you will, then. I think it's worth it at the end of the day. Anyway, that's all the time I have for today. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. If you would like to, be sure to rate and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'll also make sure to include the social media links for the podcast if you would like to follow it on Instagram and Facebook. You can find that at The Hipster Mom Podcast. The music comes from Incompetech.com. The creator's name is Kevin McCloud. If you do use his music, be sure to attribute him and the website as well. I'll be back very soon with a brand new episode. So until next time, keep living your best life. Peace.